Hello, everybody. Welcome. How's everybody doing? How you doing, Bob? Doing super. Hey, Gary. We got Tess. a good case. Tammy Johnson. Gene Hudson. Hopefully, everybody's staying warm this Friday evening. Pretty chilly up here in Maryland. Catherine. Kathy A. Eric Thompson. So, hello, Barb. Is everybody starting to come through and stack up and come in? Hey, Anna D., welcome. So, we talked about earlier this year how important it is not to publicize. Welcome, Lorna and everybody. About your personal business on the internet. Pooh, tell me about it. We're such as Facebook, Instagram, whatever other social media platforms people use, is because people can use that and do things. Hey, Roger Blair, welcome. Uh, we, being in law enforcement, years ago, we took a lot of reports of breaking and enterings, assaults, because how easy it is for people to be tracked on what they do. And these days, it seems like everybody puts their information on Facebook of what they're doing, where they're going, and whatnot. What do you think about that, Bob? Well, look, it's I worked in the intelligence community and I know how easy it is to track people through what they put on the internet. But of course it didn't take long for really bad people to figure out that stuff. And you just don't go off and announce to everybody and their brother, you're going to hold a meeting in a particularly public place. Uh, and you're, yeah, just this case is tough. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm fully aware of how bad an idea it is to publicize too much. You know, a lot of people don't think about it, but today we're going to look at Missy Beavers. Uh, this case, uh, we're going to do things a little differently. Hey, Kimmy Corpse, welcome. Luna, nice to have you. So, I don't know, I'll get your input, but uh, let's go over some of the facts of the case. And uh, here's a picture of what she looks like, ladies and gentlemen. In action. Missy Beavers. So, let me scroll up here. What we know about the eerie unsolved murder of Missy Beavers. At approximately 4 a.m. on April 18, 2016, 45-year-old Terry Missy Beavers arrived at Creekside Church of Christ in Midlothian, Texas. Midlothian. Is that what it is? Midlothian. Midlothian. Thank you. Yep. yep. This was reported by True Crime Edition in 2022. Beavers was preparing one of the church's classrooms for an early morning gladiator boot camp class, which he taught to members of the community. When her students arrived just one hour later, they made an alarming discovery. The students found Beavers unresponsive, and she appeared to have physically been assaulted 
In addition to blunt force trauma to the head, Beavers had multiple wounds in her chest. Beavers students called 911 and paramedics rushed to the scene. However, it was simply too late and Beavers was pronounced dead at the scene. As the Dallas Observer and other outlets would later note in the community, it was clear to authorities that Beavers had been murdered, though at first they were unsure who killed her and what motive could have been. Authorities initially suspect Beavers was killed during attempted robbery, but the church administrators confirmed nothing was missing from the church premises nor belongings. It was also determined that none of Beaver's belongings, including her wedding ring or anything else, was stolen from her. A later search of the building revealed several windows being broken. This is according to the True Crime Edition. Authorities believe the suspect entered the building through a back door, which had signs of forced entry. Law enforcement officials were further assisted by security footage. Now, this is very strange, which captured images of the assailant inside the church at the time Beavers was killed. Now, any time that I look at security footage, the first thing I look at is the height, the width mm-hmm. of the body. Mm-hmm. Any stances, statue, limps, the feet. When I mean feet, the position of the feet, how they walk. And the gait. Actually find people off security footage. Oh, yeah. And the nice thing about security footage is you have all of the background stuff that allows you to measure stuff. Well, this is what's very disturbing. Check out. Exhibit B. Look at this footage. I don't know if you hear sound. During do you hear? Do you hear sound? Investigation of yes. Murder at a Texas church. Police released more surveillance video of the suspected killer, who dressed like a police officer and was seen wandering around the halls. Person is seen early Monday in the hallway. Missy Bever's body was found a short time later at the church in Midlothian. Benita Nair is here with what the victim's husband is now saying about the mystery. Benita, good morning. Good morning. Police are working nonstop to find a motive. And while they appear to have the suspect on camera, investigators can't tell if it's a man or a woman. Missy Beaver's family hopes these surveillance videos will lead them to a suspect. We still don't know who he is, but I ask everybody out there to review the video. More than two days after Missy Beavers was killed in a Texas church, her husband, Brandon, along with the police, are calling on the public for help. The person has a very distinct walk. There's just a very distinct mannerism about this person that should be very apparent to somebody. The footage appears to show the suspect roaming the halls of Creekside Church of Christ early Monday morning. The person is seen wearing a helmet, gloves, and jacket that say police. In one of the videos, they stop and open a set of doors. Sometime after the footage was recorded, police say Beavers, a 45-year-old fitness instructor, arrived at the church early to set up for her 5 a.m. workout class. Poor weather forced it to be moved inside. The night before, Beavers posted the class time and location on her Facebook page. 
her body was discovered by students who planned on attending the class. During the search, the officers found evidence of forced entry uh, into the building, indicating a possible, possible burglary. Authorities believe the suspect was already in the building when the mother of three arrived and that she may have interrupted a burglary in process, although nothing was reported stolen from the building. The officers observed a lot of glass, broken glass on the floor. Friends and family mourned Missy at a vigil Tuesday night. Brandon Beavers, who was on a fishing trip when his wife was killed, said Missy impacted many in the community. She was a great woman, a great uh, a wife, a great mother, a great friend. She will be missed by many people. At this time, authorities aren't releasing the findings of Missy Beaver's autopsy. Police say they are hopeful for a lead and are confident that at some point the suspect will reach out to someone. Nora. Disturbing story, Vanita. Thank you so much. Isn't that something? That's uh, her get her. She had her slew footed way out, what kind of wild a little bit. That is an interesting gate. I think somebody ought to recognize it. Well, here's the problem with that. So, as I continue on, and the person was wearing what appeared to be a full police tactical gear and had their face covered. This actually stumped authorities. Officials also weren't able to determine their gender. However, per the Dallas Observer, they were able to precise key details, the possible assailant's range of height, clocking it between 5'2 and 5'7, in the person's unique gait. Yeah, per the observer... Pretty unique. Not only that, when she walked up to that door... Where we don't know her, if it's a she or he. Well, when 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 the person walked up to the door, you could tell from the 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 features on the door, be able to easily measure the person's height to probably probably close to half a foot. You could error. The unknown subject walked with a pronounced limp, and their feet pointing outward. Yep. But their most chilling observation was this. The subject was seen the footage carrying was likely as a hammer. Uh, I actually looked at the autopsy report, and I'm not going to cover it because it's very gruesome. Later on, law enforcement also discovered surveillance footage of a vehicle believed to be connected to Missy Beaver's murder. In the hours before she was killed, a person was recorded slowly driving through a nearby parking lot. CBS News reported this in 2021 that the vehicle, which is believed to be a 2010 to 2012 Nissan Altima Infiniti G37, stopped to park before eventually leaving. For true crime edition, authorities also received tips that a dark-colored SUV was seen leaving the church parking lot at approximately 4.30 a.m. Unfortunately, the owner of the car did not come forward after the video's release. And also say, states that during the investigation report in 2022, detectives questioned Mrs. Beaver's husband, Brandon Beaver's, although he had an alibi. The authorities hope he could be some kind of offer any possible insight into the homicide. During his interview with the police, Brandon said he could not think of anyone who had wanted him to harm his wife or to murder her. 
He also told detectives that he and Missy had a happy marriage. Through the story wasn't simple as that. Further investigation revealed Brandon and Missy were having financial and personal problems, including infidelity. Despite this, Brandon was ruled out as a suspect. Authorities were also suspicious of Brandon's father, Randy, in the weeks following the murder. Randy took a blood-soaked sheet, uh, shirt to the laundry dry cleaner, to the laundry. Though he insisted the blood was for breaking up a dog fight, nevertheless, the dry cleaner was contacted and authorities after hearing about Misty's murder on the news. Authorities issued a warrant for the shirt, which was sent to be tested by forensic analysis. Despite the fact the has been washed before they received it, the blood was testable. And testing eventually confirmed it come from a dog, just as Randy said. So he was ruled out. Authorities also noted Randy match the general height and weight of the person the church's surveillance footage and also walk with a limp. However, he had a solid alibi for the morning of Missy murder. He was in California at the time. Over the course of the investigation, authorities also examined Missy Beaver's electronic devices and social media accounts. Beaver was active in professional social networking site LinkedIn and other platforms. Beavers had also been communicated with one man in particular between January 2016 and the day of her death. In those three months, authorities said that the conversation between the two turned out flirtatious and familiar. Hmm, familiar. Never heard that word used like that. Law familiar. Familiar? It's not, it's not how it's spelled. Law enforcement officials contacted the man who met in having an online friendship with Beavers. However, he was never named a suspect. According to the True Crime Chilling Crimes, Beverly also received what she told friends was a creepy and strange message from a man she did not know. The message was also sent via LinkedIn and was received three days before she was killed. As of this writing, it's unknown whether authorities identify the sender or whether it's considered a person of interest or not. Based on a tip received about the SUV leaving the church parking lot, authorities identified Bobby Wayne Henry as a purse of interest. According to the true crime blog, Hunt a Killer, which cited discussions and theories posted by Reddit Internet sleuths, Henry was a former police officer who admittedly still owned the tactical gear he was issued when he worked for the police force. He also drove a dark color SUV and walked with that pronounced limp. Henry, however, was dismissed from the police department when he was charged with sexual assault in 2017. Despite that charge and other charges related to possession of child pornography, Henry was also employed part-time as a security guard. There were a number of concerns that led authorities to take a closer look at Henry and his possible involvement in Missy Beaver's murder. However, he was several inches taller than the person seeing the church's surveillance footage and was ultimately eliminated as a suspect. If you or anyone 
There's no, let's see here. We'll skip that. Uh, just telling information in the year since Missy Beaver's murder in 2016. No arrests have been made or no suspects had been identified in this homicide case. Isn't that interesting? It is indeed. So you got a guy that's been locked up that was a former police officer, walked just like him, had the same outfit and uniform, but just a little bit taller. Hmm. What do you think? Would uh, I would be I, the first thing I would do is check to see whether or not uh, an airline ticket was booked from California with return. In other words, how could how could the thing person that looks like the suspect walks like the suspect, etc., has the right height? How could they get to the scene of the crime from California? Same same vehicle that was observed. Yep. Same uniform, same walk, same gait. And maybe what is the nature? Then I want to look into the nature of the alibi. Was it many people that saw him or was it one? I don't know, but boots can make you several inches taller or smaller. Yep. So my question is, how do we present this to the psychics? What are What is Argo? How do you want to handle this? Um, well, several of them don't like many details like Kath and uh, others don't like many details. So I say we just give them a picture and do it like normal. Hmm. Or should we tell them who it is? Yeah, we can tell them who it is. Tell them to go do the investigate. Maybe, maybe if they have a lot of other information, the tip, the, the problem I have is, if the information we are being provided through the media is false, they might be biased. So just we want to caution them to not be biased by anything they read, just to try to work it cold, get what they get, then look at the details. But we can tell them the name just as long as we caution them on the pitfalls. What does the audience think? Yeah, audience. Yeah. Yeah, what do you all think? Should we... Disclose the name and information to them so they can do a dive deep. Picture of Missy and picture of the husband, D says. It's interesting about that one suspect that's rolled out. Yep, I I don't like I don't believe in coincidences in these kinds of cases. He sounds like the suspect in in, in, in every possible way, except that he was in California. I want to know the nature of the alibi and whether or not they check for an airline ticket. Okay, everybody saying blind. That's what that was, that's my initial that was my initial suggestion. Just do it blind. All right. Well, the blind it shall be. I will submit the picture here in a few moments. And I will do some upscale and, and look, look further and see if I can get really, really good pictures for those that like eyes. Yeah, Eric, I would like to know more about the suspect as well. It, that's when, when I first watched the surveillance footage, that's the first thing I looked at is uh, the movement of the arms, the feet, how they walk and step, any gates, the posture. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I actually solved a lot of crimes in the civilian world uh, by gates and people's watches in the height. So, and it took some time, but, you know, they always come back. So, yes, everybody. Uh, so, Anna, and Dean, everybody's like, just give them the picture and let them do as always. That's what we'll do. But Bob and I do want to wish everybody a happy and Merry Christmas. Yes, we do. Merry Christmas. And uh, everybody be safe and enjoy the enjoy the time. Absolutely. And uh, don't forget, Kat is teaching tonight with somebody on how to use pendulums. So don't forget about that at 9 o'clock uh, Eastern time. And uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, anything else, Bob? That's it. Happy we got a good case. We'll submit this to the panel. Everybody have a good night. We'll see you at nine. Godspeed. Bye-bye.